MedBridge provides evidence-based courses, unlimited CEUs, home exercise programs featuring 6,000 plus exercises, and so much more. Use promo code THEADVANTAGE, that is T-H-E-A-T-V-A-N-T-A-G-E, to get an annual MedBridge subscription for as low as $225. Hey everyone, welcome back to Reframe the Game. In this episode, we are going to talk about consistency and intensity in personal development and your personal development journey. I'm really excited about this topic. Uh, When I was asking for suggestions from our listeners for a topic that we could discuss in season two, this concept came up several times, right? Like we, we, in the in the, in season one, we talked about kind of living as a reframer or living as a conscious healthcare provider. And one of the questions that I got regularly, and I still get regularly, is how do I balance being able to invest in myself for personal development and invest in my professional development as an athletic trainer, as a healthcare provider, and be able to do that for the long run. It, it, it's it's uh, it's an interesting kind of concept, and it's an interesting thing that I'd love to talk about, and I'm excited that I get the chance to talk about this now. Well, when we think about consistency and intensity, specifically as it relates to personal development, I think, you know, the definitions are pretty, are pretty, you know, obvious, right? Consistency is action over time. And intensity is action within a specific time time frame. Time frame, and you know, for personal development, I think I'll share a little bit more about my story about how I got into personal development because I would say that my journey started pretty intensely uh, with some intense moments that turned into consistency, and then I've been able to supplement those with other intense moments. So, you know, for me, I, my first kind of dive into personal development truly was attending, uh, the summit of greatness by Lewis Howes. Uh, and it was in Columbus, Ohio, had a great time. First time kind of just investing in myself. I listened to his podcast, really liked what he had to say, really liked some of his messaging around development. We connect, I, I connected with him in terms of, kind of his background, his past, him being a former student athlete, a uh, former professional athlete, uh, and then then getting injured and and having uh, and having his career or his aspirations or his dreams kind of interrupted. And you know, that was similar to some aspects of my story, particularly when I was younger. And so connected with him and his message and you know, saw that there was a personal development conference, not really knowing what personal development was. That was just down the road, uh, only you know, four or five hours away from from where I live. And so, you know, I, I looked at it, and I, first time I saw the price tag, I was like, "Oh, that's expensive." It was like five hundred dollars or something like that. And uh, you know, I, I didn't have a concept of of you know what that sort of investment what a professional development or a personal development investment looked like um beyond maybe what i saw for conferences related to athletic training right where the conference f- price may range between 100 and 300 dollars plus hotel and travel and all that stuff to to attend so the idea of investing 500 dollars 
um, for something that I didn't know about and I couldn't get quote unquote credit for at the time was really scary for me. But I went ahead and I invested that money, you know, got got the hotel, drove drove the several hours over to Columbus, Ohio. I felt totally out of place, but it was a, a fundamentally transformative experience for me. And what I mean by that is the whole time I was outside of my comfort zone and a lot of the individuals there, there was about when I, th- that first year I was there, there was about 1800 people there, um, from all over the country. A lot of them had come from the West coast. A lot of them, um, owned their own businesses. A lot of them, or they were transitioning in life. Like they had decided that corporate life or going to college, you know, wasn't for them. And, and they had made the choice to go explore and invest in themselves. It was a really great group of people. And then the speakers totally, totally blew me away. Brendan Bouchard was one of the speakers that year. Najwa Zabian was one of the speakers that year. NQ was one of the kind of poets, um, motivational, you know, spoken word uh, people that were there. And it really was a fantastic experience. And it was very intense. It was two and a half days of 24-7 introspection with really great mentors and guides asking questions to the audience to really deep think deeply on and really reflect deeply on. And, and, you know, in that moment, it, it felt really great, right? It was like, oh, this is so refreshing. This is exactly what I needed. $500 wasn't anything. I go, I go spend $5,000 to do this same experience again. It was that sort of impact, right? I didn't know how I was going to afford $5,000 at the time, right? But I would definitely invest, uh, you know, $5,000 in this in this $500 experience that I had uh, because it was so intense, okay? So I do that. I'm feeling really energized and saying, okay, I'm ready to take the next step. What is the next step for me? Because I want, I'm inspired to do this. I want to dive into personal development I want to get into the game of personal development for myself and maybe along the way will I'll be able to spread this message to other athletic trainers because I feel I I felt kind of lost in athletic training even though I was extremely successful in in what I am doing and what I was doing at the time so even though I had this external success internally it didn't feel great and so, and and I knew just talking to some of my friends and my colleagues in athletic training that this is not an uncommon feeling, like to to be recognized or to be acknowledged by your peers, the patients that you work with, your colleagues as uh, exemplar or successful, but not feeling connected to that and and kind of missing that satisfaction and le- and that kind of sense of. I feel like there's more for me. I feel like there's something else I could be doing right now. I feel like, um, you know, my life as an athletic trainer, and in my case, as an athletic training educator, uh, wasn't fulfilling me. And so I was really excited. Um, This was beginning of September, right? And so I immediately started researching and finding other ways to engage in professional development or personal development um, and, and, exploring options of, you know, how much does it cost? Is this going to be like another three-day event or is this a, you know, a class, a semester-long thing, something like that? 
And so what I did was, uh, again, at the Summit of Greatness, uh, Lewis Howes also has a an eight-week kind of, uh, I'll call it a course, an eight-week course where you dive deeper into some of the foundational concepts of personal development, uh, like time management, productivity, defining your vision, defining your values, kind of... Uh, reaching out and, and creating networks for mentorship, networks for growth, et cetera. Um, and that was, that, that was, you know, at, for attending Summit of Greatness, right? There was a deal. You got, you got a break on, you got a break on your enrollment in this class. So it's like, okay, you, you know, I'm already $500 in. I feel, I feel pretty great about how I feel about the excitement and energy I have, uh, about how I can really, imp, you know, look at my life as an athletic trainer and, 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 leverage these topics to find that fire, find that spark uh, again. Right. And so invested in that class eight weeks. And at the same time I'm doing that, right. I'm still doing this research. I'm still looking around trying to figure out what I want to do, how I want to integrate this more. Cause I'm just hungry. I just feel really great about this experience that I've had. And I think many people in, they, in their first dive into personal development, if they are um, kind of in tune with personal development itself and, and self-improvement and working uh, to better oneself and, and, and kind of connected with the concept of growth or growth equals happiness, like if, if, if that's kind of your tendency, I, I think any of those, I, I don't think my experience is unusual in, in those individuals who may have a predisposition to kind of growth or this, this idea of striving. Right. And that's really how I initially saw personal development as, as an opportunity that I've really, that I had really neglected in my life, but I could really grow in this area. Right. I had been ignoring it for so long that the opportunity for growth was so high. Uh, and I had the capability to do that. So so go to Summit of Greatness, uh, enroll in the School of Greatness Academy, and also I'm looking at other options and just by chance, right? Like two days before, after I got home from Summit of Greatness, Ryder University is uh, a school out on the East Coast and they have a life and career coaching certificate for professionals. And uh, I'm looking at that and I'm looking at the requirements and I see that I have a lot, it, it's a graduate certificate. So you had to have a bachelor's degree and you had to have a lot of the prerequisites, you have to have a lot of prerequisites in terms of associ uh, sociology courses, psychology courses, et cetera. And fortunately in my undergraduate, graduate and doctoral work, I had covered all of the prerequisites and uh, I had been working for a minute. So uh, I, I reached out to them and said, I'm really interested in this. I'm really interested in learning more. I think I have all of the requirements. I know I don't practice in psychology or I don't practice in counseling right now, but I, I, I've met all of these requirements and I really want to invest in this. And so in 48 hours, they, they worked that all out and I was able to enroll in Ryder University's 30 hour, um, life and career coaching program. It was all online. It met, you know, two days a week. I had, I took six credits. Um, a lot of my, a lot of, I had some credits that transferred in. And so again, now I'm, I've got 
you know, I just had this intense experience at Summit of Greatness. I have enrolled in the School of Greatness Academy, haven't even started this yet. And now I am enrolling in a graduate certificate program for life and career coaching. I'm in this cohort with, you know, 15 other people, most of them work in customer relations or they work in counseling or they work in psychology offices. And I'm this educator, this healthcare provider who is joining bright eyed and bushy tailed, right? Like not quite sure what I'm getting myself into. So that all happened in the span of, you know, a week and a half total, like total week and a half, like from the time I arrived at summit of greatness in Columbus, Ohio, to the time I started my first course in at Ryder and started the first week of the School of Greatness Academy. So very intense, you know, drinking from a fire hose type experience. And I absolutely loved it. I absolutely was, you know, just enthralled with all of the concepts, I devoured the readings, devoured some of the concept, got to meet some fantastic people in the School of Greatness Academy, still talk to my cohort members. Uh, we had like a little mini group or a core group. Uh, they were stretched out. There were three of us and we were stretched out all across the country, still connect and keep up with them on LinkedIn and other social media. It's great to see all the things they're doing. Um, and, you know, so get through that, get through that, that three month period, right? So fast forward a little bit, three-month period after School of Greatness Academy ended and after the Ryder University courses had ended. Uh, for Ryder, I still had to engage in like 100 hours of of practice coaching, right? Uh, similar, very similar to like clinical education where you, you know, have to have kind of mentored or guided uh, experiences where you, where you work with people. And you work, uh, you work through coaching and have a mentor that you can talk to, or a you know clinical supervisor, if you will, um, to gain some experience and insight before you're eligible to sit for the exam and earn your certificate and all that good stuff. So, um, so that all happened. That started in the sp- in the spring, and that's really where I I can empathize with the questions that I've been getting about. How do I continue like intensity versus consistency, right? Like people dive into personal development and they get really excited. And then the initial wave of excitement ends. And now there's kind of this choice. Do I continue forward or do I stop and maybe go back to some of the old habits that weren't serving me well, some of the old mindsets and belief systems that weren't serving me well? How do I, how do I get over that hump? And I would say that's where I was at in January, February, uh, after doing this really intense three-month period of really every single day engaging in an hour or so of personal development and and structured personal development, not informal personal development. And, um, you know, I struggled with that too. It took me quite a long time to get my hundred, my, you know, all of my hours in to practice. Fortunately, I was able to do that with, uh, a great community of, pe- of people around me and even leveraged some of my relationships from the school of greatness Academy to be able to get that done. Um, and, and, and during that time I slipped back into some of the whole old habits, the routines 
the the belief systems, the mindsets that I I was trying to grow from, right? In that in that lull, because it was not as intense and it wasn't on the top of my mind every minute of every day. And so I really struggled with that transition between consistency and intensity for, you know, my first year, you know, engaging in professional development or personal development and really intentionally trying to engage in personal development and really personal development as a form of professional development to help me as an athletic trainer really, really struggled with that. Um, and you know, I think what helped me was reflecting one day because some of the practices that I continued that I developed and the habits and rituals that I created when I was in that very intense period was uh, journaling, journaling every single morning. And I think that was helpful because both the School of Greatness Academy as well as the Ryder University program emphasized the importance of that. And there was actually accountability to develop a journaling routine right? There was expectations and uh, group accountability to make sure that you were engaging in the journaling uh, on a daily basis. You were engaging yourself in personal journaling on a daily basis. And, you know, that was one of the habits that I was able to continue. And I think the realization for me came when I was, you know, it was the end. And now, now fast forward to, you know, summer, summertime, fast forwarding into summertime. So it's been, I don't know, nine months since I dove into personal development for the first time, you know, six months since my really intense period of time in personal development had passed. And I was writing and when it was at in the, it was the end of the week. And so I was reviewing what I had written that week. And one of the themes that popped out was, what am I doing this for? Right. What, what am I doing personal development for? And that it just hit me like, what am I doing this for? Like, what is the point of me doing personal development? What, to what end am I doing personal development? And I think that was a real challenging question for me because I started out in this intensity in the, with the intensity because I felt like I needed it. Like there was something missing and, or I wasn't, I was, I was, it was, there was an, like, as I mentioned, there was an area of growth that I could attain somehow magically, right? Um, Where I could strive for because I'd been neglecting it for so long. And so when I looked at that and I looked at what had happened the last nine months, essentially I had turned personal development into another task that I just had to do when I'm already busy. And for, from the, from the perspective of when it was really intense, I had, there were really intense responses, right? Which makes sense, right? If if you, if you engage intensely in something, you're going to have intense reactions and intense responses to whatever that is, right? If you intensely engage in a training plan, right, you're going, you're likely going to see gains you're you know you're likely going to see some in some intense results right like if you start a weightlifting program and you start too quickly right you're going to have really sore muscles right i know that happens on a, on a much much um 
shorter time frame. But I think the same thing kind of happened to me is I, I engaged really, really intensely for three months. And I was kind of sore, if you will, from from the work. And, and then it became this thing that I had to do versus this choice that I was making on a daily basis uh, to grow. And I think it was in that moment that I, I took a step back and just, you know, spent some quiet time with myself and, and really thought about what am I doing this for? What am I doing this? What am I doing this for? Right. (laughs) I think that's, that is why, why am I putting myself through this? If this isn't something that I enjoy and it wasn't that I don't enjoy personal development. I love personal development. Uh, more like more more on the more accurately, I loved the feeling that personal development generated in my life. Right? It generated a sense of community. It generated a sense of confidence. It generated a sense of esteem. It generated a sense of belongingness. It generated a sense of self-efficacy, um, and so I love the results of it. But it had become it had become this, this burden. And so I, you know, I I really worked. I really worked. I I, I dove into some, some other literature, uh, some other books that talked about consistency, uh, because, you know, personal development or growth is not a, is not a sprint. It's not even a marathon. It's not even an ultra marathon. It's life, right? Like it's just something that continues. And, uh, you know, in, I think it's actually in Brendan Burchard's high performance habit book. Uh, he has, or maybe it's the infinite game by Simon Sinek. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but in, in one of those books, there's the conversation about intensity versus consistency and intensity kind of works from the perspective that there's an end, right? That there's somehow you're going to get to the end and then you can rest. And I think that's the the mindset that I was getting to. I'd somehow reach this like level of personal enlightenment and then I could rest. And then I could, you know, all this hard work and the, I could be the fastest person ever to reach enlightenment or peace with myself or something like that. Some, you know, some ridiculous idea that I think many people who engage in uh, self-improvement or personal development may believe at some level, like if I work harder, I can reach this level of enlightenment or peace or contentment or happiness or what, what insert your goal, uh, quicker or self-efficacy. Right. Um, but you know, when we think about consistency, it's, it's kind of realizing that there is not a finish line. There is no finish line, right? The finish line is the end of our life. That's, that's our finish line right? Like there's nothing that, you know, like for, for us on earth right now, our finish line is the end of our life on earth. That that's what it is. Right. And hopefully by the time we get to the end there, we had, we have created amazing experiences for ourselves and those we love. We maybe if we're, if we're lucky have created, or, or we, if we're fortunate enough, we've created something that will outlive us, um, or an idea that will move forward. Um, but you know, that that's the end, right? That's the finish line, I guess. And so my transition really started, my transition to a consistency mindset really started then. 
uh, with that realization in, you know, nine months after I had started and kind of burned myself out, to be honest with you, uh, with personal development. And how I started was I started by starting. I knew what I already had. What did I have? I had a, a morning routine that I still consistently did. I had a journaling practice that I still consistently did. And that's where I started. And I didn't do anything else in personal development. I didn't consume any more information. I didn't try to implement any other new strategy. I didn't try to reinvent the wheel. I didn't try to tell people about personal development. I didn't try to, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I stopped coaching people after I got my, what, what I needed. I took a break from that for a little bit. Um, I had my business still, like I had already created my business, uh, with coaching and consulting, but I kind of took a step away from that for a little bit. Um, and just was, Right. I just I just engaged with my morning routine and I engaged with my reflection. And the challenge I had, and I think this is the challenge a lot of people have when when they're trying to switch from this kind of intensity versus consistent to to consistency, is you question, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough to is this does this count as personal development? And I think the thing with personal development is if you're working on yourself, it counts no matter how small, no matter how big, no matter, it doesn't have to be some grand gesture. It doesn't have to be some grand event to be working on yourself and no one else has to know. And no one else has to, you know, no one, no one, you don't have to tell everyone that you're doing this, right? You may just engage and your behaviors and your thoughts and your beliefs about the world and and what your place in the world is will start to shift. And so uh, that's where I started. I started with my morning routine and daily journaling. And when I say daily journaling, I mean like one minute a day. It's not like I'm sitting and writing a novel or I have some goal of you have to write, you have to, you have to write a page or two pages or a sentence, right? I sat down, I would think a little bit, I would reflect on my day. I would reflect on what I either, if I, when I did it in the morning, I would reflect on what I'm hoping to get out of the day. If I did it at night, um, I, I reflected on, you know, maybe a, a, two wins and a loss from, from the day and, and really analyzed what was going on. Right? I just started there and I did that for the rest of the year, right? I did that for the rest of the year and for, for the, so this was nine months. This is, you know, midsummer. Coming up, I had already purchased my tickets to the next Summit of Greatness, so I knew this intense moment was coming up. I I was looking forward to it, but I was trying not to judge myself in my personal development journey. And then, you know, I, I, I go to Summit of Greatness, again, a very intense, transformative experience, new speakers this year, new engagement, different ways of approaching things, really, really excited about, um everything that I learned and wanted to implement everything. The difference this year, uh, that year, was that instead of going in and trying to implement every single thing that I learned or try to, you know, deconstruct the 50 pages of notes I took on in two days, I really took a step back and spent the next month, right? The next month deconstructing that in my reflections and trying to find what really connected with me from the messages that were shared at the summit of greatness. And so I had this intense moment and it, what it did was it, it 
not only did it serve as a, as a center for excitement, but it also served as a place where I could really identify with where I was at on my personal development journey, what connected with me and what didn't connect with me. And that's what I, that's how I, that's how I kind of organized my thoughts and organized what I wanted to do next in a small, consistent way. And so I identified one thing that I wanted to work on. And then I, you know, I started with the speaker, the speaker had a book and I, I, I went and I, I purchased the book and I read the book and I, during, I kept my morning routine and, and reflective practices and then tried to implement some of the small things that they were talking about in the book throughout my day. It wasn't like, I'm going to read the book and then implement everything at the end, right? It was as I was reading the book, as I would read a chapter in the morning or whatever it would be, maybe they talk about, here's one tip or, or something to try. Okay, I'll, I'll go try that. And so I try it and then I reflect on it. And it's just this little incremental, like laying one brick on the road every week, every day, whatever it may be, right? But these are so, these are so small and minute that most people in my world didn't even know that I was doing it, right? But I still did it. I engaged with it every single day. And so when we think about this for ourselves, right? Many people, and maybe, maybe you were one of the people who asked about this when, when I was asking for suggestions on what, you know, what do we want to talk about in this season of reframe the game? Maybe you asked, how can I, how do I do this over for the long time, a long term? Like, how do I do this for my life? And I think it's the simple, the, the short answer is find a foundation and just start with the foundation. Maybe it's a morning routine. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a journal. Maybe it's a you know one minute of journaling and a five minute morning routine every day, and you don't have to wake up at the same time every day, right? I oh, that's also one of the things that I've learned in my consistency journey is that consistency and and personal development is about learning to live flexibly with expectations as opposed to be as opposed to living rigidly with you know, as opposed to living rigidly, right? Like when I first started, you know, some of my personal development work and the really intense moments, I was very rigid, wake up every single day at 4.30 in the morning. That's what I did because I needed to develop discipline and discipline was gonna be the path to enlightenment and, and all of these things. I still very much believe in discipline and I believe that it's really important to, you know, a- achieving certain goals in our life and really any goal in our life and and really navigating some of the difficulties and you know moving through some of the thoughts and barriers that we have in our in our mind that sometimes keep us from successfully navigating challenges in our lives. I absolutely believe in in discipline, but it doesn't have to be rigid. It can be flexible discipline. And with that comes accountability and there comes responsibility that there's a person, there's a sense of personal responsibility that comes with, you know, moving to a place where you have some flexibility in your discipline. And, you know, what I mean by that is, so I'm, I still am an early riser, right? Like I typically 
wake up between 4 and 5.30 in the morning every day, regardless if it's the weekend, whether it's the weekday, et cetera. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I am an early riser. I enjoy that part of the day. It feel for me, it feels like I'm maybe getting something a little extra out of the day. And I'm seeing part of the day that most people don't see. And, you know, when I, when I look at that, when I engage in that, that, that brings me joy. Um, you know, but that doesn't mean if I wake up at six o'clock or I wake up at eight o'clock or, you know, I don't think I, I don't know the last time I woke up at nine o'clock, but like if I wake up at eight o'clock, that doesn't mean I'm a bad person. That doesn't mean I made a mistake. That simply means I slept until eight o'clock that day. That that's all it is. Right. And that doesn't, and it, even though I woke up at eight o'clock, it still doesn't deter from my, you know, my morning routine and my, my journaling, I'll still do that. It doesn't have to take place at four o'clock in the morning. It can take place at four o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning. Um, that's still there. So when you're making that transition, it's understanding that, that there, that you have, that flexibility is important, but you still have to have expectations for yourself. And with those expectations, there still comes some responsibility for yourself, uh, and for the goals that you've set for yourself. And part of that means, you know, part of that does mean planning. Part of that does mean being conscious and intentional with your time, right? Like I, I also, I am an early riser, but I also don't stay up until midnight. I don't know the last time I saw midnight. <laughs> um, you know, I, I typically go to bed between nine and 10 PM, uh, sometimes a little earlier. And some of you may be like, I, I can't do that. That's great. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do what I do. You don't have to do what anyone else does. But part of personal development is self-awareness. And I think that's what consistency is all about. I think consistency is about developing your self-awareness and using that self-awareness to, to really being able to authentically self-evaluate yourself and find those areas in your life that you may be struggling with discipline, or maybe it's you're struggling with boundary setting, or maybe you're struggling with esteem, or maybe you're struggling with connecting your core values and your foundational values to your work, or maybe you're struggling in relationships. Maybe you're struggling with the sense of personal autonomy or personal freedom. Maybe, maybe you're, or maybe it's work freedom or work autonomy, right? Maybe there's, there's infinite places where anyone could be, could be thriving. There's infinite number of places where people could be struggling. And I think that's where the foundation of personal development really happens is having authentic self-awareness, right? Understanding the location, the, the areas, the, what, what your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings, what they are, where they've come from, why do certain situations trigger you? And it doesn't have to be like it it creates anger in you. It could it could create anxiety. It could create defensiveness. It could create any number. It could create joy, right? There you can have positive triggers. But understanding where those triggers or those interactions arise from is really part of the foundation of personal development. And I think that's what I did in that consistent period when I, when I started to invest in consistency, right, is I was becoming more self-aware 
so I could authentically self-evaluate myself and then use the intense moments to authentically and genuinely and intentionally empower myself, right? And find opportunities to empower myself and empower my growth. And, you know, that that really, that's that's kind of the strategy that I think as athletic trainers, we can embrace. And as healthcare providers, we can embrace. I am of the belief that you that to start something, there is a higher activation energy, right? Like a, it, an object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside force, right? So if you're in bed, it's easier to stay in bed than it is to get up, right? So it requires intention and energy and will. It requires more energy to get out of bed than it does to lay in bed. And so I think if you're starting your personal development journey or you've tried to start your personal development journey and you've you've fallen off the the, the bandwagon, right? You've fallen off, you, you, you've not been consistent, right? Then I do believe that there is a period of a time that you will need to invest and have a little more, I don't want to say rigidity, but a little more focus and intention on discipline and connecting with why you're doing this to help set a routine, to help set the consistency, right? And and that that activation energy is going to feel hard. It's going to feel difficult, particularly if if you are doing something new for the first time and it and you've never done it before. Of course it's going to feel hard. Of course you're not going to be perfect at it. Yet we we approach life like if we try something new or we try something that we've never done before that we're supposed to be experts at it and if we're somehow bad at it or terrible at it or you know not great in the slightest sense um that we're not meant to do it. That's just life, right? We start, yes, sure. You can do some things new, like if they're genuinely new, you're probably not going to be great at it. You may get lucky, right? Or you may, you may have some talent or, uh, you may have some, you know, some, some predisposition to be successful at something, but really what is, what are we measuring success at a success as, um, is the success in trying something new or is the success in executing that new thing perfectly? Um, and when was the last time you tried something brand new? Um, but just like, so if you are starting your personal development journey now, know that, know that you're not going to be perfect at it. And you're like, Oh, what am I supposed to say? You had, let's say you integrate a gratitude routine, right? You, 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 what, what am I, how am I supposed to do this? What am I grateful for? I guess I'm grateful for this seat, for waking up today for the coffee. Um, yeah, that's what I'm grateful for today. That's okay, right? You don't have to have some profound, some profound thing to be grateful for, right? Because at, because your body and your mind and your soul are not used to engaging with the world in that way. So if it feels superficial at first, that it just feels superficial. That doesn't mean it's wrong. That doesn't mean that you're not designed to do gratitude. Or if you don't feel anything at first, that doesn't mean that gratitude doesn't work for you or what, whatever journaling, or if you're like, okay, I'm just writing and I don't feel any connection to this. That's okay. Because the process of writing, the process of organizing your thoughts, the process of engaging in gratitude is what you're developing. You're not, we need to separate ourselves from the outcome 
of what we create, so the the things that we're grateful for versus the process of demonstrating gratitude, right? It's not about what you wrote, it's about the fact that you're writing. And so it's a focus on the process as opposed to a focus on the outcome. So when we think about, so if you're getting started or you're getting started again in personal development, right? There may be a period of time where you have to put a little more energy, attention, and in, attention and intention into your day to integrate one or two small acts of personal development, personal growth into your day. I I believe that those could be as simple as a five minute morning routine and some sort of journaling practice. You know, one to five minutes a day. You don't need to go over right set al- and set alarms on your phone, set alarms throughout your day to make sure that you actually do engage in what you said you wanted to engage in. You know, if you look at something like uh, atomic habits or identity-based habit change from, you know, James Clear and atomic habits, he talks about the idea of in a very similar way, but he uses, uh, you know, I'm talking about processes And he uses the kind of conversation that you have to become, you have to believe you're the type of person who does X or the type of person that does Y um, in order to really move towards becoming that sort of person. So, you know, he uses an example is if you want to run, if you want to have a regular running exercise or regular running routine, right? You have to say, you have to start believing and telling yourself, I'm a runner. Okay. So you start with the identity. You start to, you start to adopt the identity of a runner. Okay. If I'm a runner, what are the things that runners do? They hydrate their body. They invest in good shoes. They have a schedule for when they're going to run. They may reach out to a coach, right? That's what they, that's what they do. And as you do those things, then eventually you'll get the outcomes, right? But then, 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 then that gets into some of the atomic habits, right? Like you have to build wins and demonstrate evidence that you're able to do those things. So very similarly to what I'm talking about is you have to do and and identify these small wins and demonstrate to yourself and demonstrate your self-efficacy in developing these things by getting small wins. And maybe that small win is waking up at the time you decide you want to wake up on, whether it's 9 a.m. or 4 a.m. or anywhere in between, right? That's a win. Waking up on the first alarm, that's a win. Doing three things you're grateful for, that's a win. Writing for one minute in your in your book, that's a win. Right? Going to bed on time, that's a win. Eating, eating a meal, you know, eating choosing a more healthy option at lunch, that's a win. Leaving on time at work, that's a win. Right? Like whatever it may be. Finding the, you know, you have to set the identity of what that is, of the type of person that you want to become, and then recognize yourself when you do the thing that those types of people do. So recognize yourself when you run because runners run. And here are the other things that runners do, right? And make, and in Atomic Habits, you know, the whole point is to make the steps so ridiculously small that you can't fail. Right. So in this, in the example of professional personal development, right, it would be unreasonable <laughs> to say that I'm, I'm a person who engages in personal development and the thing that they do is journal. And so I'm going to write in my journal for an hour a day. That's pretty hard. Like that's not pretty hard. That's really hard, particularly if you've not been doing it before. And so what we do oftentimes is set our 
expectations of ourselves too high, particularly as a beginner. And then we get discouraged or it is too much of a mental load to honest, honestly and authentically engage in it. And, and so now we're tired and it's actually doing the opposite of what we thought it, what we expected it to do, which is improve and starts to develop our self-awareness, right? It's making us more tired. It's making us more irritated. It's, it's become a burden. Like I talked about with my journey is that I started out way too hard, way too heavy. I, I started out, you know, probably with someone who had been practicing personal development and personal growth for several years should have been doing or could have been doing. And I, I thought I was capable of doing that right off the bat. And I could for three months, I could keep up for three months. And then I was really tired and three months in the span of life is a, certainly a sprint, right? Um, so I w I was able to do that, but I wasn't necessarily able to maintain that pace for the rest of my life. So I, I think, you know, to, to kind of summarize the, the steps for someone who wants to move in this direction, right? I think the first step is requires activation energy. So maybe you need to get excited about personal development. And I encourage you to attend something like summit of greatness or attend a webinar you know, there's plenty of free webinars on, on self-development and personal growth and, and, and well-being, right? Attend one of those events, invest, invest money, invest your energy into an event like that. One, it's a, it's a commitment to yourself and it's a commitment to the world and the universe that you are interested and committed to personal growth and development. If you invest four or five, six hundred, six hundred hours, thousand hours, into uh, an engagement, you're more likely to find ways and create ways to get value out of that engagement. So that's step one. Step two is don't dive in head first, right? Don't dive in head first, because if you dive in head first and you don't know how deep the water is, you could realize that the water is pretty shallow and, and uh, then you could be in a lot of, a, a lot of trouble. Um, because you didn't understand the environment. You didn't understand yourself. You didn't have the self-awareness. You didn't have the situational awareness to know where you were at and the capacity that you have right now, right? So start small, have this intense moment, have this feeling of transformation, this feeling of hope, right? Then start small, start to develop the baseline of self-awareness through journaling, through a morning routine, maybe through a gratitude ritual, maybe commit to reading one book every two months, one book every three months. You know, you know, we talk about things like, oh, I'm going to read a book a week. And I am probably consuming about a book a week at this point, but I couldn't do that when I started. Well, I tried to do that and I failed miserably, right? Uh, because it was just information and I could not tell what was important to me versus because everything seemed important right? Everything seemed important because I needed to work on everything. And so, um, you know, really, really take a step back and slow yourself down, right? As athletic trainers, we want to get the stuff done. We want to move forward because we love that feeling of accomplishment. But, uh, with that, but as, as we look at personal growth, we have to reframe our, our time frame. We have to reframe our timeline because, we're not looking at months, years, a season. We're looking at a lifetime, 
and um you know and really truly get engaged to enjoy like enjoy learning about yourself enjoy gaining insights about yourself enjoy connecting how you interact with the world it doesn't you don't have to be training for a 5k or training for some moment uh to be to enjoy what you're doing and i think it, as we look at intense as we look at consistency that's really what it's all about is it's a constant it's a consistent constant game of learning about ourselves it's a consistent opportunity to learn about ourselves and engage with ourselves and and learn about our place in the world and how we interact with others and look at in our relationships um and 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 then finding joy in and creating not just finding joy creating joy for for that discovery creating joy and having a sense of excitement for when we do discover something like that and so you know as and then over time build your capacity maybe okay so now you're reading a book every 2 months okay now that you've read 6 books in a year which may be more than what you've read the entire last year if you if you're not a reader if you if you don't read books consistently or you don't listen to audibles consistently right six books in a year is six more than you did last year <laughs> and so there's a win there um and then you start to pick up theme or you start to pick up themes in the reading and then you know now okay now maybe i can start increase my intensity a little bit but i'm not going to increase my intensity so much that i can't continue to be consistent and then i you know for me what works for me is to find one event every year or two years that i'm going to go to and it's going to be a shock to my system right for me that's been summit of greatness it doesn't have to be summit of greatness i've talked a lot about the summit of greatness but it, it, it the summit of greatness works for me because it's close it's it, you know i don't have to get on an airplane and fly 4 hours to san diego or la or wherever right i can just get in the car drive down the road and and be there right it's and it can be a weekend trip like i can get in the first day it starts and i can leave right after it's done it doesn't have to be some long week away from from everything um and so that works for me so i know i've been talking about that uh, quite a bit this episode but it doesn't have to be any specific thing it 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 can be anything that that reignites that 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 is an opportunity to reignite you right to to create a moment a, a peak moment where you can create an experience right you can create a memory and you can be around people you're normally not around right many people talk about from a from an athletic training perspective they love going to the NATA convention right that's you know if 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 you engage in that and and you you find um joy from engaging in in-person meetings with other athletic trainers right going to an in-person personal development conference is very similar to that except for you know no one right you have no friends there or maybe maybe you can invite a friend right but you have initially particularly the first time right it's a bunch of strangers coming from all over the world but their common purpose is 
They're wanting to learn about themselves. They want to develop the self-awareness and, and so they can evaluate themselves and empower themselves. And that's what they're there for. And so you get to connect with people on a very different level and a very different way than I've ever connected with someone at a professional conference in athletic training. That's not to say I don't value the connections that I have in athletic training conferences. It's just something that's different because no one knows what an athletic trainer is. Uh, and most people are like, oh, that's really cool. They don't ask me if I'm a personal trainer because I don't understand what they do either, right? <laughs> like they, like they're talking about all sorts of things that I don't understand, but we're able to connect on, oh, how'd you like that speaker? What, you know, what, what was the last book that you read? How long have you been doing personal development, right? Like, do you have a, do you have a side business or do you have a main business that focuses on personal development? Oh, you, you do work with chakras. I have no idea about chakras, right? Like, but so tell me about them right? What, what do we want to learn? Have you read it? You know, like, like I, so I think you can have these fun conversations with people and really go and learn about people and learn about other things that are in the world of personal development. So uh, I always recommend, you know, once, once a year, if your budget can afford that, or, or at least once every couple of years to really find something to invest in and engage with that, kind of serves as a place to, to reignite your flame, um, and, rem and, and really remind you that you're alive, right. And remind you that, uh, developing ourselves can be a wonderful, sometimes painful journey that, uh, we all get to experience as we all have the opportunity to experience as humans. And, you know, if we can commit to, consistency. And if we have the self-awareness to know maybe when we're over-investing in any given time, it can be a really fulfilling activity, right? It can be a fulfilling activity that allows us to have conversations with ourselves and, and understand aspects of our lives that we may not otherwise create the time and the space to engage with. You know, and, and, you know, I'm talking about this from a very personal perspective. I'm, I'm not even talking about some of the science and some of the data that suggests that that personal development can have, you know, this idea of personal development or self-improvement, right, does have, you know, impacts on our, on things like productivity or things like joy at work or resistance to burnout. I'm not talking about any of those things, right? I'm really talking about this from the perspective of engaging in this for yourself. So if, if you are there, if you are in this phase where you're looking to do this for the long haul, consistency, 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 small steps over time, you know, you know, small steps going and getting lost some every once in a while, like not knowing real, like, whoa, what, what, what part of the world am I am right now? Because I, you know, I haven't explored this, this piece of personal development. I haven't explored this, this concept before is making me really uncomfortable. Okay. Is it making you uncomfortable because you've never explored it before? Is it making you uncomfortable because there's something here that you're afraid of? Is it making you uncomfortable because you're genuinely uncomfortable, right? Like I think all of those are important questions important questions to ask. And then as you get more into personal development, right? As a lifestyle, if you will, or like as a, as a commitment, um, through consistency, build a network of individuals, right? And also understand that, that sometimes, sometimes you're going to connect with people 
and then you're going those people are going to leave your life as well and that's okay too because similarly to maybe in in the profession of athletic training like you have mentors that help you you have people and connections that help you at certain parts of your career and then then they don't and that's okay that it doesn't mean you have to hold you know negative feelings or attitudes about them it just means that you're going on a different path and and i think the same the same is true in the personal development community you know there are many people that i still connect with regularly on social media that i've met at some of these conferences that i've met in some of my classes and and kind of courses that i've taken and there are others that i have chosen to unfollow or un, you know disengage with and not because i have any ill feelings towards them it was just that our paths on personal development are taking different directions and um that's okay and i wish them well and i hope they wish me well and if we if we if we meet up i'd love to engage with them um but you know as i look at what my journey is right i didn't know what my journey was i thought my journey had to look like someone else's journey to when i started but as i as i get a more clear picture of what I think I want my journey to look like, at least at this point in my life, right? Sometimes other people's journeys, um, distract from your path and your journey. And uh, so, so just kind of keep that in mind, keep that in mind too. So to wrap up here, as we, as we finish up this episode, key things that I want you to take away is, are that intense moments are going to happen. And I think intense moments have their place. And every, I, I think everyone should have the opportunity to experience the exhilaration of intense personal development. I, I really do. Um, but day in and day out, it's not going to be about those intense moments that sustain us for the long run. And it's about creating systems and processes in our life that we at wherever we're at, we can identify and say, yes, that's sustainable for me. Five minutes a day is sustainable for me. 10 minutes, totally not sustainable. I don't have 10 minutes in my day. One minute, that's sustainable. Five minutes, totally not sustainable, right? It's about having the honest conversation and saying, what is sustainable for me right now? And as you, as you find that, right, as you explore what's sustainable for you right now, engage in that whatever that sustainable practice is every day without without fail and then you'll slowly start to develop that self-awareness you'll start slowly start to build your capacity and personal development and personal growth and self-reflection and really intention building um, and and evaluate self-evaluation and and then maybe that five minutes goes to 10 minutes. And then that maybe that 10 minutes grows to 20 minutes and maybe that 20 minutes grows to an hour, right? Like it's all possible. Um, and, 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 but, but the key is that your increase, you may be increasing the intensity, but the effort still feels low, right? Like it's, it's like you're recovering while you're still running. It's like the, you, you, you may be actually running a faster mile, if you will, but the effort still feels like a five out of 10 or something like that, right? Like you can use any analogy, right? You want to keep the effort the same, a four or five out of 10, something that you could do every day, no problem all day. And you set a time frame on it. And then, you know, as you continue to do that, you notice that your, the effort still remains the same, but you're able to do more. Your capacity is increased. 
And that's really what the foundations of consistency look like for personal development. So, you know, if you have further questions on this, please make sure that you, that you reach out. But if, if, if you want to try something, if, if you want to try something, if you've never done this before, you've, you've had an intense experience and you, and you want to try to get on the consistency, get on consistency, you know, my recommendation for an activity would be three things you're grateful for every day, either do it in the morning or at night, right? And then spend five seconds after each thing that you're grateful for feeling, just thinking about why you're grateful for it. Five seconds. So that total, total will take 15 seconds. I also recommend one minute of journaling. You can write down words, you can write down sentences, you can write down whatever you want, right? Maybe you can start the day with, or maybe you can end the day uh, with, with the questions, what were two wins and a loss, two wins and a learning opportunity. And you write for one minute and then you reflect on that for one minute. So now we're at two minutes and 15 seconds total, and then creating a five minute routine, right? Whatever that may be. Maybe it's waking up, brushing your teeth, making your bed, taking a shower, then checking your phone, right? Something like that. Or it's, it's, it's waking up, it's stretching, it's drinking a glass of water, right? Any number of, any number of things. And it doesn't have to be something that's like, I'm going to go run 10 miles first thing when I wake up in the morning, right? It doesn't have to be that. It can simply be, I'm going to wake up on my first alarm. I'm going to drink a glass of water. I'm going to go, go to the bathroom and then I'm going to go make my bed. And I'm going to do that before I check my phone because I want to do a couple things for myself. I want to have a routine before I check my phone. And then before I become reactive and responsive to the world that's happened while I've been asleep for the last eight hours. So, um, that's what I would recommend. And if you have more questions on this, please reach out on social media. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with your friends. If you think you have someone who needs to hear this, or they've been asking about how to consistently do personal development, please make sure you like and share and uh, encourage them to become a listener of the Reframe the Game podcast. CBD has become increasingly popular for the treatment of pain, anxiety, focus, sleep, and more. We've partnered with Sweat CBD, who delivers 100% natural, full-spectrum CBD oil, gummies, and lotions. Head to sweatcbd.com and use code ADVANTAGE, A-T-V-A-N-T-A-G-E, for 10% off at checkout.